Information is for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Paul Durso and Charles Bowers, Jr. are investment advisor representatives of Insight Folios. Retirement is coming up fast. Will you have the income for the life you're dreaming of? Will you be traveling or flipping channels? Will you be helping the kids and grandkids or asking them for help? If you've worked, saved, and done without, but you still don't know if you'll make it, then welcome to Simply Financial, where you'll learn to invest like a pro so you can move forward with confidence. This is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, your first step to financial clarity. Now, here's Paul. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso, where we're all about taking your first step to financial clarity. I'm your host, Paul, here with my amazing co-host, Charlie. Stop it. No, I'm going to. And we have a great show for you today. Are you considering a career in real estate? The housing market, the way it is, there's an explosion of realtors entering the industry. Find out if you're a good fit for this business Lars Hedenborg is in studio today. He's real estate advisor for High Performance Real Estate, and he's here to answer your questions that you've had when considering entering the real estate market. Discover what's required in order to have a strong business and who makes a good client. Lars will even share ways you can stand out as a realtor. With turbulence in respective markets, you'll also learn the best approach in investing and selling in this current economy. So if you have friends who are interested in real estate, call them and tell them to turn into Simply Financial. Before we get started, I've got a story that uh, I don't know why I want to share. I think think it's kind of funny. You know, I've got an insurance license in life and health. And I went down to Columbia, South Carolina when I was taking this course. It's It's a full week's course and sitting in the class with probably 15 other people. And there was a, a lady instructor. And so she was from Lexington. I went to Spring Valley High School and played tennis there. And my mix or my doubles partner from Spring Valley actually taught tennis at one of the Lexington country clubs up there. So I asked her. She said she played tennis. I said, well, you know Brad. Oh, yeah, Brad's given me some lessons before. So all during the week, you know, we're talking about tennis uh, where we play, what we've been doing all this time since high school. And your breaks on your class? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a five-day class. So toward the end of the week, she uh, sits up there, comes in the last day and says, you know, I know Charlie is my athlete in the room here. You know, I'm just shaking my head. What in the world is she doing? And then she says, do I have any other athletes in the room and you know i'm starting to shake a little bit when you ask a question like that and uh i hear some guy in the back start to talk and i just drop my head oh no so do i have any other athletes in the room here and the guy says go ahead donnie show him your super bowl rings it was donnie shell and for those of you who don't know donnie shell was he was a five-time pro bowler three-time ap first team all-pro, four-time Super Bowl champion, and the Steelers MVP in 1980. And, uh, you know, he just happened to be in the room with I knew he was there. I'd talked to him before. And uh, he was the director of player development for the Panthers for a while. 
So, you know, you're in there, you're very humbling that Charlie is a recreational tennis player and you've got a Super Bowl uh, champion there. And uh, she said, oh, so do you play some sports too? What do you do? And he was very gracious. He said, yeah, I, I play a little golf and softball. <laughs> so I didn't get called out in front of everybody as, uh, oh, yeah, Charlie's the athlete in the room <laughs> with Donnie Shell sitting in the back. <laughs> but that, that was funny, and, and it was very humbling to be put in your place like that from some little woman sitting up there that takes lessons from my mixed doubles partner. <laughs> but, but anyway, let, enough about me. Let's talk real estate. We've got Lars Hedenborg here. He's the co-founder of High Performance Real Estate Advisors in Charlotte. After beginning his real estate career in 2007, Lars was able to increase his sales to over 450 homes in a single year and consistently sells over 1 million yearly in real estate value without going to any of the appointments. His team is currently ranked number one in the number one Keller Williams office in the world, and they have helped over 3,000 families in the greater Charlotte market with their real estate needs. Welcome, Lars Hedenborg. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's uh, it's awesome to be here. Uh, I thought you were telling that story uh, just to be in my presence. So, well, you know that that, that I w- <laughs> I was the guy that had all the you know. Well, that'll be the next story yeah. for the next show. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just before we are just as we're getting jump or getting into it. Tell me how you got into the business of real estate. Yeah, so I moved here uh, in 2002, I guess, uh, and I had invested in real estate uh, up north, and um, I got to investing here in Charlotte, and uh, your your dollar goes uh, a lot farther, quite 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 a long way here compared to uh, New Jersey. I sold three homes in Jersey, bought nine homes here, mm-hmm. uh, and I just got to know uh, the industry. My broker at the time. Uh, and I just, I was in a corporate, uh, job. It was a, it was a cool job. I mean, I was traveling around the world doing acquisitions and strategy for an aerospace company. And I visited like 200 companies in I think 20 something countries. And I was on the road quite a bit, uh, met my, uh, wife here in Charlotte and just knew that that corporate, you know, just chasing up the ladder was not going to work for me, uh, Mm -hmm. given that I wanted a family. And, uh, so I, kind of went down the real estate, total leap of faith to go down the real estate path. Uh, and I just, I brought a business sense to an industry that um, it is broken in so many ways, you know, from, uh, you know, just a- agents don't really know know what the job of an agent is, you know, mm-hmm. when, when they get mm-hmm. into it. And so that's kind of how I got into it. And, uh, you know, I started with a small, uh, small boutique uh, brokerage, went to Remax, started my own, my own team, got my own brokerage, went independent, and now I'm part of uh, Keller Williams, which mm-hmm. is the uh, number one company in the world. I, I think you've answered uh, part of this, but what makes this line of work such a, a good fit for you? Well, I mean, looking back, I don't think I actually knew what the job of a real estate agent was. You know, So to get your license is one thing. So when you get your license, they basically teach you how to stay out of, out of real estate jail. Mm-hmm. They don't actually teach you how to grow a successful business. And uh, I think that's that's one thing when really quickly after I got into the industry, I realized that it is, uh, it's a bunch of, you know, people use their friends as their real estate agents and they, they're entrusting their largest financial asset to a friend of theirs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it kind of blew my mind, the skill set of some of these agents. And that's where I I sort of knew that my competitive advantage was going to be to bring a business sense to an industry that's sorely sorely lack that. And that's helped you grow to the largest, you know, 
Uh, I mean, what, what, what are you called? You're, you have your own business, but you're part of Keller Williams. Yeah, so we run our own business within a, a larger uh, brokerage. So we're in the, the number one office for Keller Williams, and then we run that, the number one team in that office. And so we'll do $100 million, you know, in real estate in a, in a year. And basically what we've done is you know, we've kind of deconstructed, even going back to my first year in real estate, I realized that there's just so many administrative details that are involved in, in a real estate agent's life. And, and 85% of real estate agents don't have even an assistant. So they're doing all the paperwork. They're keeping track of all the details. And um, so I got an assistant in my first year, uh, then quickly hired a buyer agent, two or three buyer agents, and just put systems in place so each of those folks could kind of live in their sweet spot, their their God-given abilities, and then just kept scaling, realizing that I really wasn't good at most of the jobs of a real estate agent. And so uh, wait a minute. So how do you not be good at real estate and yet grow the the largest you know practice inside of Keller Williams? How, how does that happen? Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't give myself. Uh, I didn't have the patience to do every job of a real estate agent. Uh, meaning, uh, you know, on our team now we have positions for folks that just show homes. You know, we have showing showing specialists. We have buyer specialists that just negotiate contracts for their buyers. Then we have listing specialists that just go on listing appointments and consult with sellers. So I'm more of a systems guy and I love marketing. And so that's where, you know, to, we market our sellers' homes very aggressively. We spend $40,000 a month on marketing um, and our results kind of speak for themselves. So I'm a better sort of behind the scenes kind of guy. Um, than, In your bio, we said you didn't even go to the appointment. So you must have nice systems and... and, and yeah, we uh, go so on a lot of appointments. So <laughs> it's just... Uh, we, we, quote. Yeah. We exactly the team, uh, yeah, and just you know, just putting the systems in place that allow our players to to go out there and 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 give a better experience to buyers and sellers, and uh, to get better results, whether it's working for buyers or working for sellers. So I know you're great at serving the community and all that you do, but you also coach other uh, real estate agents. Why did you get into that? I mean, my journey, so when I got into real estate, it was 2007. It was about three months before our market shifted uh, drastically. Uh, inventory shot up uh, in June 2007. Pretty much stuff wasn't selling. And, you know, I guess the, the, the world, the general public sort of realized end of 2008 that things were going sideways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my journey was not it was not an easy journey. I mean, I had to figure everything out myself, figure out how to market, generate leads, convert those leads, get people to, you know, agree to do business with you and then help them through a transaction, buyers and sellers. And um, I realized in all of that, it's really hard to have a life as a real estate agent. And so I got married in 2006. Uh, We had our first child November 2007. And so just having the child at home and suffered a couple miscarriages and then ended up having a second child in 2010 um you you can't live a balanced you can't be a good dad and a good husband um and be uh on eight days a week 25 hours a day sure sure that that that's i had a young child and decided i need to make a a change at one point too so i certainly understand you know, home life is so important. I know. I mean, in one of the things when my wife and I decided to move to Charlotte, you know, I made a commitment that when we opened up our office here that I wasn't going to allow business to get in, in front of our family. And it, it has not been a, a difficult decision. It was a difficult decision to make, but it hasn't been difficult to follow. I, 
I would walk away from business before I'm going to sacrifice family. I know you feel that same way. We know each other quite a while now. And, you know, I, I, I love that about you that you're, you're willing to sacrifice yet you don't. I mean, that's the crazy thing with, with when you follow the passions of your life, you'll always find a way to work it out. All right. And when we get back from break, Lars is going to share with you how to find success in the real estate world. This is Charlie Bowers. The show is Simply Financial, and this is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. What three things will you need for the retirement of your dreams? Well, first, there's income. Second, income. And third, you guessed it, income. But how are you going to get it? Will it be enough? Want to know for sure? We'll create an income plan specific to you using our proprietary Simplicity software. Creating this plan is a $1,500 value. For the first 10 of our listeners, we're going to give away this plan absolutely free. Only 10 free plans. So call now, 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Get on the list now for your free Simplicity plan. Call 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Hi, this is Roger Allen Friedman, author of The Mindset of Retirement Success. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on 102.5 610 WFNZ. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso, and we're talking with studio guest Lars Hedenborg, the co-founder of High Performance Real Estate Advisors here in Charlotte. So, Lars, for, for many real estate uh, folks, for many, real estate is a, a transactional-type business. Is this the same or different for you in, in, as a business owner and, and with your real estate transactions? That's a good question. I, mean, I think it, it goes back to... Um, as an industry, um, you know, it, we're not set up to succeed. And so, Why? And I, and I, well, an average agent will close between six and eight properties uh, a year. And you can do the math on 3% of a, of, of a sale of a home or, you know, uh, and they're not making the kind of money to sustain a living in real estate. Mm -hmm. So when you think about that in terms of uh, income, you know, if you're making $30,000 a year, and, you know, you may be more desperate for a commission check than your client. Mm -hmm. So you may you may be in a position where you're not maybe even not intentionally, but you're desperate to get paid working with a buyer or working with a seller. Right. And it might not be in your yeah. client's best interest. And, oh, yeah. and you might sort of push them through a, a property in a purchase and kind of gloss over some things because mm -hmm. you really do need that commission check and you might get the seller to make a decision uh, or not negotiate hard, kind of overlook, you know, you're given a lot of responsibility as a fiduciary for a buyer or a seller. And who knows what your agent is doing, you know, in those negotiations. And as many agents that have flooded into our industry, you know, with no experience in negotiating or real estate whatsoever, you know, you're entrusting that transaction to, uh, to someone that just doesn't have experience. So, <laughs> 
you bring up you bring up a couple extra questions that I have in my mind because one of the biggest issues in our industry, the financial industry, is making sure that you are working with a fiduciary, somebody who's got your best interests. And I never really thought about the real estate market the same way. So I don't know if you'd be prepared to answer this question, but how would you know if you've got the best fiduciary real estate agent working for you? Like, what are some, like, tell me how I would know if I'm going to work with a real estate agent, how I know they're the best possible for me. Yeah, to me, it comes down to their uh, to their track record. I would simply sit down with an agent and, you know, show me your track record. How many buyers and sellers have you helped this year? How many did you help last year? You know, we, we're in a position of um, just being able to give the best advice uh, for our clients because we're not desperate for the commission check. You know, if this is not the home for you and we have to bow out of a purchase, we're going to do that. We're going to give you the best advice because we can wait for you to purchase another home. If, you know, the buyer is not, you know, willing to come up to a reasonable price on, on a seller's home, we're not going to force you into, uh, at the same time, if that's the best deal that's in the market, and we're representing you as the seller, we're going to tell you that, and we're not going to be afraid to give you the advice, even if you're going to get mad at us. So, uh, mad at us. so we'll give you that, that, that tough love, that, you know, the difficult, um, something difficult to hear because we just want the best interest for you. Well, that, that sounds a lot like uh, our industry at, at Insight Folios. You know, it it's always comes down to we're fiduciaries. We have to make sure we are giving the best advice uh, that we possibly can for each and every client and they're all different every person's situation is, is different and we have to take that into account in in what we recommend and sometimes we just have to turn them away and say no that we can't help you with this it, 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 although you say you want it it doesn't necessarily make sense for what you're trying to accomplish yeah i guess I, w I would see that in your in your industry i mean i've met with you know guys that are selling hammers and all they sell is hammers. And no matter what your problem is, the hammers, hammers are the, the solution. Hammer. Yeah. It's like, really, of all the tools that you could possibly could apply to this solution, the hammer's always the solution. You walk into every house and the hammer's the solution. It's not, you know, a plier or, you know, mm -hmm. and so I, I think that happens in, in a lot of different industries. Yeah, one of the pet peeves I have is, you know, I just like you coach real estate advisors, I coach financial and one of the biggest issues I have is I feel like financial advisors as a whole, they, they lead with questions. They, they have an end result in mind already. They say that they know no matter who walks in their front door, the solution they're going to represent to them. And it drives me crazy because who's to say that that's the fiduciary solution you know, for, for that particular client? I can't stand it because the first question on my mouth is, what do you sell? And they're like, well, you know, I'm the top producer of X or I sell the most of X. I'm like, how? So you have all the same clients that walk in your front door that have that specific problem. Like, how is that possible? Where, where do you live? Like, <laughs> where, where are you? Because that, that seems crazy to me. And I'm, I'm sure you run into that as you coach, you know, real estate agents. Yeah. And even, even on the, the buying and selling side, you know, a, a lot of times if let's say a family here locally is trading up into a larger home. I would bet you 98 times out or 90, 99 times out of 100, that real estate agent is going to do everything they can to get the listing on the sale and then, of course, work with them on the buy side, where there's a lot of times we will, more often than not, we will advise that family to keep that home that they're trading from as an investment. 
And so they may be trading from 250 to 500, and all day long there's a rental market for that 250 home, especially if they've been in the home for a while and their payments sure. are, are lower. So who's your ideal client? In uh, in the real estate, so here locally, in you know buying and selling, it's you know we provide a, a a differentiated service. We have better results for our buyers and sellers. We have it documented. Uh, we've got a team approach, so we've got specialists that sort of coordinate uh, efforts. We sell homes quicker for more money with less hassles. Uh, we're looking folks that that are looking for professionals, and they know that a team approach. Uh, will, as long as it's well-coordinated, will bring a better solution to bear for, uh, for their family. Uh, and someone that's not looking for a friend. You know, we, we like to say, we, we'll be your friend at the, at the closing table. Mm. And so it's not about, you know, friending them through this process and not being able to deliver advice as needed. The best advice, you know, we'll, we'll be your friend at the, at the closing table. So mm. it's someone that wants, wants a real advisor, like go into any other industry. You know, and the real estate industry just seems to be tainted with uh, with folks that are not equipped to advise at the highest level for yeah. their clients. There's a lot of folks in the market selling houses in, in that capacity. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. And we're here with our guest, Lars Hedenborg, talking all about real estate from the uh, brokerage side, from, from the uh, – process side and uh, how he's done so well in his business in itself from a fiduciary capacity and knowing your client. And uh, in that light, we think it's so important to know your client, know exactly what they need, and to be able to show that you are truly acting in your client's best interest. And one way we do that at Insight Folios is through our simplicity proprietary planning process to help folks uh, in their uh, preparation for retirement to make sure that, that the investments that are recommended, that that the structure of their planning is, is in their best interest, and, and we can show it. And for the listener that really wants a little bit more information on that, we've got two ways that they can pick up that. We can get them our Simplicity Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which contains a couple of books that talks about the process, uh, a paper on taxes and the ticking tax time bomb, and a couple of other things that would be of interest to them. But to get that, just text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. That's KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. Or if you don't have time to text, you can give us a call at 855-999-7526. 855-999-7526. And you can take your first step toward financial clarity. You know, Lars, one of the things that you said and the last question I asked you about who's your ideal client you said you're going to be their friend at the closing table, not necessarily before that. And it reminded me of a, a story that I had or a, a client that I had um, a couple, about a month, six weeks ago, I got introduced to somebody through referral. And um, it was a very knowledgeable, very successful individual, um, had been investing a lot longer than I've been in the business because he's, he's older. And um, and. In our first meeting, we, we shared a conversation, and I felt like I, I had to give him the hard truth, you know. And, um, and I said to him, I don't mean to be insulting, and I don't, I don't mean to come across rude. However, and I just told him some tough truth. And this is a referral. I, I want to earn his business, but I, I'm not willing to earn his business by giving him bad advice. I'm going to be the guy that's going to be somewhat confrontational to tell you, well, no, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you have to hear. 
And I said that to him on the, you know, as we're meeting. And he goes, well, let me tell you, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here listening to you if you just told me what you wanted, what I wanted to hear. I'm here because I'm looking for what you actually just said, a real advisor, somebody who's going to tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. And it's good to, to hear that exist in a different industry, you know, because I don't necessarily think of that outside of our industry because mm-hmm. our industry is, you know, the, the advisors are, you know, looked at like car salesmen, you know, and that's not at all true. At least your industry has a, a, a good light. They're all friendly. Our industry, it's like terrible. We've got a lot of bad eggs in our industry. Unfortunately. A lot of bad, uh, and I think there was a study stores. done where we're, we, car salesmen, and we're just one above a car salesman. We're below. We're below. So congratulations I, 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 on yeah, your superior I did not position. know that. You are way better. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no offense to car, sal- car salesmen out there, okay? Yeah, Just none. playing around. <laughs> so I know you're young, but I want to talk really quick in, in light of this. We only have a few minutes before we have to go to break. But have you ever thought about retirement and what you're going to do after Real estate. Uh, I mean, the the business is set up in in such a way where, um, you know, my I, I look for impact at this point. I read a book uh, recently, Bob Buford, um, halftime, and it's just great so, book. Yeah, great really book. great book, and it just sort of put everything into perspective. You no, know, this is my third quarter of my life, and I fully intend to sort of have a bigger impact um, in this quarter of my life. So that's what I'm focused on. Really focused on my family, the community. And uh, there's there's a lot of lot of stuff we need so to do. So you're really retiring to something. You've got that's right things that bring significance to you. That's great. Yeah, I, that's one of the big things that Charlie and I at Insight Folios really focus on when we're dealing with clients is making sure that they understand that you don't want to retire away from something that we want to retire towards something. When we get back from the break, Lars is going to talk about how you can take advantage of the coming shift in the real estate market. This is Paul Durso. The show is Simply Financial, and this is the Insight Financial Network, IFN. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say that This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with me, Paul Durso, my amazing co-host, Charlie Bowers, and Lars Hedenborg is on the show today. And just before break, I talked about, or I set up you, Lars, to talk about how we can take advantage of this coming market shift for for real estate. What what is this? What's this all about? Yeah, I mean, it's funny um, because when I look at the shift that's going on in real estate, it's sort of like a perfect storm. And, and I know your industry has seen it uh, in terms of just changing business models. Uh, we are at an economic cycle. So the real estate cycle is coming uh, to a head and then technology. And so artificial intelligence. And, you know, so I, I, I think three to five years from now, our industry is going to be radically transformed where it is going to be I think the days of just going out and paying $350 to get your license and, you know, you're sort of equipped now to help somebody with, you know, a $500,000 purchase just because you got your license last Tuesday, I I don't think that's going to be a thing in the future. How's that going to change? 
I think it's going to be tough to compete with uh, guys and gals that are taking it seriously and, and really providing a level of, of care and expertise and service that uh, this industry hasn't seen before. All right. So this brings up an interesting kind of uh, scenario because I feel like we're faced, uh, Charlie and I, in, in the same situation. You've got this AI, this, this big technology boost. And more and more, the big wirehouses in our industry are coming out with automative platforms. And they're very inexpensive, but there's no personal touch and there's no thought. I mean, thought goes, I mean, the the vast majority of success has come from thought, not some program. So how how are you in in the real estate industry going to fight artificial intelligence taking your job away, because Charlie and I will talk about that after how we're going to, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts there. So that's a good question, and that's what I spend most of my time you know, on, on what the future of the industry is going to look like. And uh, I'll tell a quick story. Um, I'm trying to decide which one. I'll tell the one about uh, I used to crush TJ Maxx. Like, that's where I got all of my clothes. So you're going to crush t- it? Th- then yeah, you, like, you I would go in and- You've seen yeah. my wife there, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, it's Probably. the best thing ever. You look at the tag, it's like, you know, $200 normally, and for you, it's like $4. You yeah. Know, yeah. A pair of, like, beautiful pants. And until my wife set me up with a personal stylist at Nordstrom. And I was like, whoa. You know, I walk in, and everything is there, and they're serving me coffee. And if something doesn't fit, like they have another size right there. And so I think part of it is that there's a segment of, of any market where someone does want to be cared for, a level of care. And this stylist was different than me walking into TJ Maxx and, you know, folks that are just shoving clothes back on racks. I looked really good leaving Nordstrom. Really? Really good. <laughs> and it was, you know, it and it cost, you know, probably 10 times more money. However, w- what's the point? The point is that uh, there's always a market for, for care and, and advice. And I don't think data, I mean, data is something, a tool that we'll use as advisors. It's not the entire solution. You know, buyers are driving around with an app on their phone and they think they're equipped with a, a, a Zestimate you know, of, of a home mm-hmm. to, to go in and, and negotiate on that property where we have lead agents on our team that will negotiate 120 deals this year. Would you rather go in as a buyer yourself or with a discount broker, and this goes for your industry, would you rather kind of, you know, go with somebody that's done it 10 times in a year or someone that's negotiated 120 contracts in a year that's not tied to the outcome of the deal that negotiates all day long. So that, that brings up another follow-up question. Are you the cheapest real estate guy in town? We are definitely not the cheapest real estate guy in and town. And yet you're and number one. Yeah, so we have we have a commission uh, menu. So we have a, a different ways that you could work with us. So we can appeal to someone that's on a budget and maybe they get less of an offering. And then we have our full-out services in terms of the marketing that we bring to bear. Keep in mind, we're not passively marketing properties. You know, so MLS, a lot of agents, they don't market the largest asset you'll ever sell. Even toilet paper is advertised on TV. Or just think of any commodity product. You put marketing behind it and you can sell it for a higher price. That escapes the, the average real estate agent. The average real estate agent doesn't have a budget to market your home. And so they, they'll tell you that it goes in the MLS and you're good to go. 
Uh, it's, it's not the case. That's why we're selling homes at a third of the time that most the traditional agents using traditional methods were getting more money and you know, we're constantly getting kudos from our clients. You know, we have- And your repeat business is very high as well, correct? Yeah, about, uh, so we'll do about 100 million worth of real estate this year and about 35 to 40% of our business is a repeat referral. That is awesome. Yep. Without being the cheapest guy in town. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's and, and I, would, I would say that, you know, you get what you pay for. Well, we, we have that, too, with people coming into our office thinking, oh, you, you charge too much, or I can get this fund over here for 0.25% or something like that. But So the question is, is it cost or value that people should be looking at? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. So if you're going to go in and, and purchase a home and you're going with an agent that has no negotiating skills whatsoever and they're going to rebate, they're going to rebate part of their commission to you, are you, I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. Are they really getting you the best deal on that home? Or if they're selling your home and it comes down to negotiating with maybe a more experienced agent, one of our agents, I wouldn't want to put one of our agents against your crappy buyer agent yeah. if you didn't actually pick the best advisor in the market to handle handle the... So, so I, saving $500 in the commission cost could still lose you 20000 in the sale 20, of the house. 30000 yeah. It could lose you, you know... Uh, Issues with the home that the buyer agent overlooked. Yeah, doesn't see, yeah. Yeah, and so there's a lot that can go wrong. That's where the fiduciary yeah. model comes in very, very nicely. Yeah, most agents just, they're not in a position to really care at the highest level, even if it's not intentional and it's not, you know, I'm not saying all real estate agents are bad, you know, and there's a lot of folks that are desperate for income that you just, you don't know what you do when you're in that situation. And we say that too, that, that you know, who you're work, your brother-in-law, whoever you're working with, maybe trying to give them the best, advice that they can yeah but they don't have the tools the best tools in the the market to to set you up yeah it's interesting i had lunch with uh, a prospective client about a week or so ago and we're sitting there and at the end of the conversation the whole point was to negotiate the cost of doing business with us and i had thrown out a a rate across the table and and he's like i've never paid anywhere near that before and uh and i said well if if you were getting what you were paying for, you wouldn't be sitting across the table from me. I mean, there there's a difference between cost and value. And most people just see price. They don't see value. And that's the people that are struggling to find value. Because when you make a proposition, when you make your, your bet or you, you, you hire somebody, it's hard not to look at price. It's hard to see value. But if you can cut through that, However you decide to cut through that and really understand value versus cost, that's when I feel like the best decisions in life can be made, no matter what. It's a car, a toaster, a toilet paper. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you're, you're looking to purchase at the end of the day, if you can see the value for what you're paying for it and really truly assess that, you can make great decisions because it's tough to make a – I think it's more difficult to make a bad decision when you're focused on value other than price. Yeah, and, and, and that's why, so at the end of 2016, um, I decided to let go of my name uh, from, from the business and uh, merged the large group with Elrod Real Estate Experts. So two really different businesses, you know, Thomas Elrod, just amazing uh, new business developer uh, on the phones, just finding buyers for his sellers and sellers for his buyers. And I was really good at marketing. And we decided to kind of lay down our names and build high-performance real estate advisors. And high-performance is, is a real thing that we're after. You know, we look at uh, for every 
thousand applications to join our team, we may bring in, you know, forty or fifty resumes that are even worth looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's uh, it takes a lot to become a member of our team because we're looking for the best of the best that can serve our clients at the highest level. So. Sure. That's that's why the name exists differently today than it did in the past, and that's why you know every agent they're more I- interested in their image than they are what they stand for, and uh, that's why it's high performance. If you're uh, just tuning in, you're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso, and we're here with Lars Hedenborg, talking real estate. But Paul, we're going to try something uh, a little different here. Yeah, really quick. I'd like to do what's called rapid refire, and uh, it's ten questions. I'm going to ask you really quick. I just you have to answer the question as stated, and um, it, it'll be really easy for you. So you ready? Yep. So what's more important, the value of your portfolio or the income it generates? To me personally, income. Okay. Roth or traditional IRA? Roth. How much to have in an emergency fund? Two months, six months, or 12 months of expenses? Six months. Where to keep emergency funds, bank account or investments? Investments. Annuities. Like them, love them, or hate them? Hate them. Retirement income vehicle. Mutual funds or stocks? Stocks. Retirement income philosophy. Liquidate or income producing? Income producing. Taxes over the next 50 years. Will they go up, go down, or stay the same? Up a lot. That wasn't part of the question. (laughs) The biggest impact on retirement security, inflation or taxes? Taxes. To retire, pay off your home or carry a mortgage? No stress, no pressure on this one, Mr. Real Estate Guy. Pay off your home. Okay. All right. Well, this is interesting. You know, the other times we've done this is someone with a purely financial background. Did I get any right? There's you, no right or wrong. Okay. So. It's only we'll opinion. We'll get really back stressful. with you. Was it? That was really yeah, stressful. You, you put some I'm thought sweating. into it. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> this could come back to haunt you. That's all we're going to say. Well, I will say we agree on the vast majority of the answers. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. You can make it work regardless. But, I mean, I, I love how you answered because I, I would answer the very similar way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for you sitting in your car right now or sitting at the comfort of your kitchen table listening and, and wondering whether Lars got these answers right or not, uh, we're going to offer a couple of ways to get some information from Insight Folios to uh, read up and see if that impacts the way you're thinking. And to do that, simply text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. That's K-I-T to 33222, and we'll send you our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which has information in there and a couple of books that's going to help you uh, have an opinion about what Lars said, or call us at 855-999-7526. And when we get back, we're going to be talking about renters and squatters. This is Paul Durso. The show is Simply Financial, and this is the Insight Financial Network, IFN. So what three things will you need for the retirement of your dreams? Well, first, there's income. Second, income. And third, you guessed it, income. But how will you get it? Will you have enough? Want to know for sure? We will create an income plan specific to you using our proprietary Simplicitry software. 
Creating this plan is a $1,500 value, but for 10 of our listeners, we're going to give away this plan absolutely free. Only 10 free plans, so call now, 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Get on the list now for your Simplicity financial plan. Call now, 855-999-PLAN, 855-999-7526. One more time, 855-999-7526. Hi, this is John Miller, author of The Coming Gold, Silver, and Blockchain Share Explosion, and you're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on 1025-610-WFNZ. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. And today on the show, we had Lars Hedenborg talking all things real estate. But we're about to turn the corner. Yeah, and, and when we left for break, you mentioned something about renters and squatters. What the heck are you talking about? All right, so this is, this is important near and dear to my heart because it helps set the stage to help investors understand the difference between really two types of investments that are out there. And I one of the things I like to... to visualize to clients is I want them to look at every single one of their investments as a little renter rental property. And that rental property comes with one of two types of tenants. Now, Lars, what types of tenants are there? There's only two. What do you think they are? My guess would be renters and squatters. The payers wow. and the ones that don't. Right. So you got, you got a tenant that will pay the rent and you have a tenant that does not pay the rent. The ones that don't are called the squatters, and the ones that do are called the renters. Now, I want you to look at every single one of your investments like a potential little rental property. But the problem is, because you're already smart enough, and most of our listeners are smart enough to understand. And people well, understand it from a, a real estate perspective. Well, they do, but I think but the not issue- so much. An investment prospect. Yeah. But I think the issue that they have is, well, I'm too smart. I would never buy a property that comes with a squatter. You know, I'd never put a squatter in my property, but the issue with the real estate, or sorry, the investment world is they come with a tenant. You don't buy the property and then get a tenant in it. You buy that already has it there. But the issue is you don't really know if it's a renter or a squatter without understanding this concept first. So two types of tenants, the renters or the squatters, you buy these investments. And let me help you understand what investments are that come with different tenants, the renters or squatters. So the number one sold investment in the United States is mutual funds. The vast majority, and I'm talking 99%, 98% of mutual funds are squatters. You buy a mutual fund, which is held by almost every single investor in, in America, and they're holding on to a squatter. Now, a, a squatter property, if you think about it, you buy a piece of a rental property or an investment, and how do you make money with a squatter? It's all about when you buy and when you sell. I got to buy low and sell high. I mean, I would challenge anybody out there in today's market to say, what, what, how do you make money? Well, they're going to say, well, you got to buy low and sell high. Well, that's because it's a squatter mentality. You're forced to. The only way you can turn a profit is by buying at a good time and selling at a better time. So I'm going to buy an investment at 100 grand. I'm going to sell it at 100 plus. There's no other way I can make money because I've got a squatter in there that doesn't pay me anything. Now we've, we're going to go and buy a piece of property that has a renter in it. 
Now I don't have to be as smart. I don't have to bet against the house. I can have an investment that I, that I purchased at a good time and actually sold at a bad time. I could have bought it at 100 grand, sold it at 90, and still turned a profit because for however long I held it, I received rent. Now, you, Lars, you understand real estate. If you bought a rental property for 50 grand and, or 100 grand and you had a renter in there paying you, I mean, typical r rental real estate today is what, 7 to 12% of the property value. So you got this rent in, rental income coming in. The only time the price of that home matters is when you sell it, right? I mean, is there anything else that matters? You got a renter in there paying down the mortgage, or if you paid cash, you're receiving it. The only time the value of that house comes into question is when you want to offload it, right? That's right. Any other time? Nope. So when it comes to investing, it's kind of the same thing. However, we don't think that way. Most people are like, well, I haven't turned, you know, I haven't made any money yet. Why am I holding on to it? Because they've got this squatter mentality. And they're like, well, I, maybe I just bought at the wrong time. I'm not, there's nothing tying me to this investment, so I need to get out. That's the biggest problem that I see with investors today is that they don't even realize that they've been sucked into this renter and squatter mentality, but they're solely focused on squatters. Mm -hmm. And that, that's very much the way we think. Uh, Lars, in, in the rental property world, if someone invests in rental property, what would you think of a person that, that bought, like Paul's thinking, I'm going to buy this piece of property and I'm going to sell it 10 years from now, hoping that it's uh, appreciated, but I'm not going to get any rent along the way. I don't care for rent. That does that make sense? Does that? They no. wouldn't be in that business very long, would they? I've I've, I've had one of those properties. Like, I've literally had one of those properties, and it's not it's not that fun. But but that's the way, as as Paul mentioned, that most investors are with their stocks or their mutual funds. We, we've glorified growth stocks that don't pay anything. So if that doesn't appreciate when I'm ready to sell it, what have I lost? I could have lost value, could have lost time. Maybe it appreciated, I don't know. But there are positions, are companies that pay rent month after month or quarter after quarter, year after year and, consistently. And the crazy thing is the vast majority of investors today, and we talked about value versus price earlier, a lot of investors in today's world are going after ETFs because they're super cheap and you know there's, there's no human error. There's like, well, I'm just going to buy a, a bunch of, ETFs, because I know they're cheap, and they're just going to do what they do. That's a squatter. That's a, I got to win to make that work. I got to buy low and sell high. Why would you buy a piece of property? And I'm not against ETFs. I'm not against mutual funds, although I don't like them. I'm not, I'm not against annuities, although I'm not a big fan of them either. You know why? They're squatters. And if I'm going to put my hard-earned money to work, I better get paid. I better make income. I'm not going to give my money away to somebody or some firm or something and then just hope that they give me back more. I will invest money in a place if I know in return I'm going to get paid monthly or quarterly regardless of the value. Now, that proposition is a lot easier for me to sleep at night because I know I'm going to make revenue. I'm going to make income. And if I make a bad decision on the investment, I'm still making money. And if I'm in retirement... If I'm heading into retirement, I'd much rather know that my bank account's getting filled up every, every month, whether I buy at a good time or sell at a bad time. I know I'm getting paid. And that's the type of confidence that we, we, we try to impress upon our clients. That's a big
big focus. Yeah, of and, and you think about two thousand eight, people that had a bunch of squatters and they needed to sell those those properties for uh, income, just to live on. Well, they had to sell at a distressed price, and that's not a pleasant place to be. Whereas if you've got stocks, companies continuing to pay the income that you need, even when the market's down, you don't have to sell. You don't have to sell at a distressed price, and you can feel good about and confident about what you're doing. So really quick, help me understand how you get your clients, Lars, to feel confident that they can afford the home that they're going to purchase. Yeah. Or do they have to know that before they come to you? I mean, we, we have a very specific process that we follow with our clients. And a lot of times, I mean, a, a bank will, you know, again, you know, they've got a hammer and they're going to yeah. give you the hammer. And it's or about the toaster. <laughs> yeah, it's about how much how much home you can afford. And, uh, you know, we are going to make sure they can afford the payment, not get the max you know, loan loan possible. So really just help them slow down the process and get with the right lender uh, mm-hmm. to make sure they get the process right. You know, one of the things that Charlie and I do, and if you're just tuning in, uh, that was Lars Hedenborg, and um, he's he's one of the masters of real estate here in Charlotte, and uh, he's been on the show all day talking about, or all morning talking about real estate. And, you know, Charlie and I have just been talking a little bit about renters and, and squatters, and one of the things that we're going to offer you for the last time today is our Simplicity Retirement toolkit and with this kit we're going to we're going to actually give you the ability to have a sit down meeting with us we're going to go over your investments and tell you firsthand if you've got a renter or a squatter in your investments there's no cost for this we could actually even do it over the phone just call our office at 855-999-7526 that's 855-999-7526 or if you're out and about right now and need to do something quickly, you can text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. We're going to send you our Simplicity Retirement Rescue Toolkit at no cost to your front door, and then we're going to follow up and set in a meeting with you to go through our Simplicity process, which is going to help you see firsthand how many renters or squatters you have in your portfolio, because if you're ever going to want the confidence to retire, you're going to need to know that you're getting paid, and most investors are not getting paid. That's right. Lars, how, how do I get hold of you? Uh, I would say if you're looking to buy or sell here locally, um, you know, go to highperformancerealestate.com. That's highperformancerealestate.com. And if you're looking for a fast-paced career in real estate, we are always looking for folks to join our team of high performers. I would go to highperformancerealestatecareers.com. Super. Okay, so coming up next week, discover how business victories can actually further the message of the kingdom. Tony Tenero will be here with us to share personal business processes and stories of success as a member of C12 Group. He'll let us in on how these victories have inspired other employees, their families, and customers for the cause of Christ. Learn how to incorporate a work-life balance while keeping Christ at the forefront of it all. As a result, you'll see an improved marriage, better family engagement, and enhanced professional relationships. Many thanks to Lars Hedenborg for giving us some clarity on real estate. Thanks for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. And producer extraordinaire Stephen Helbig. Thanks to you fine folks here at the station, WFNZ, who are giving us this forum to bring financial clarity to the fine people of the greater Charlotte and beyond markets. And mostly, thank you for tuning in and telling your friends about this show, Simply Financial. It's our hope here at Simply Financial, that we're bringing you useful steps towards financial clarity each and every week. Our ultimate goal, of course, is to help you retire securely and with the confidence that you're not going to run out of money. You can call us at 
855-999-7526. That's 855-999-7526. We'll get back to you ASAP to do our best to make sure you have the clarity you need, the planning you need for the retirement of your dreams. This is Paul Durso here with my co-host, Charlie. The show is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, where we're all about taking your first steps to financial clarity right here on the Insight Financial Network, IFN. Thank you.